Thanks for listening to the Bluff City Apostolic Worship Center podcast. For more information about the church and our ministries, go to bluffcityawc.com. And you can follow us on Facebook by liking our Facebook page, Bluff City Apostolic Worship Center, and find us on Instagram with our Instagram handle, bluffcityawc. Jeremiah 29 and 11. Through 13. The scripture says, For I know the thoughts. This is the English Standard Version. The Amplified Version as well. For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you. Says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil. To give you hope in your final outcome. Then you will call upon me. And you will come and pray to me. And I will hear and heed you. Then you will seek me. Inquire for me. And require me as a vital necessity. And find me when you search for me. With all your heart. And you be seated. For the past month I've been. If you've not been praying daily. You're probably in a very dry place. Because there's been so much separation. So much anxiety and fear that's been invoked upon this country. If we haven't been praying and seeking God daily, we could be in a very dry place, a very scary place. Um, As people, mindsets, people's mindsets are are out out there right now. So much confusion and chaos. But there is an opportunity for us daily and there's an opportunity for us today to hear from God. And to be at ease in our spirit to find peace. The past month I've been praying, and I don't know about you guys, but uh, when I pray, I, 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 I shut it down and I begin to listen because prayer is conversation between you and God. It's a two-way street, prayer is. And I'll, I'll say my piece. I like to talk. If you don't know me, then I'm telling you right now I like to talk. I'm not as bad as Brother Marcus, but I do like to talk. I enjoy conversation. I enjoy being around people. And I can tell you right now, I enjoy being in the presence of God and talking to God. I talk to Him like I'm just talking to you right now. And I'm a human and I'm I'm trying to uh, find out from God... And if you'd be honest with, with me today yourself, my biggest prayer, my biggest prayer has been, God, I need a word from you. I need to know what's going on. Right. I'd like to know, can I understand a little bit of what, what's happening in, this, in my life, in this world, what's going on and with all the chaos and confusion and people are Killing each other. people. I mean, it's just it's chaotic. And I'm trying to get a word from God. And for four weeks straight, the Lord has spoke to me 
and giving me that word and I, I'll, I hear it, but it's not the one that I want. I got it. Hallelujah, anyhow, amen. Yeah. amen. See God, you know, you. but it isn't, it isn't the one that I want. I want clear direction on how to fix everything, right? I want, I want God to speak to me and tell me that you do this, this, and this, and you'll put everything together. I want Him to say, well, if you'll do this, this, and this, all the families will be put, be put back together. If you'll do this, and this, I want Him to give me chapter, verse, book, I want to have it all figured out. I like control. How about y'all? I want to know what's going on in in my life, but also I want to know what's going on in everybody else's life. I I need some answers, God, because I I don't understand what's going on and I'm not in control right now. And it doesn't, and it seems like everything's spiraling out of control. And almost pretty much every day, the Lord has spoken to me and given me one word. And it didn't make any sense until a few days ago. He simply said this, reach. Reach. You mean that's what you want? That's the word for me? Reach. He said, I want you to reach for me. I want you to reach for yourself. And I want you to reach others. Because I'm still the answer. So we're looking for a word. We're looking for some kind of handout. We're looking for some kind of clear direction. We're looking for some... We want somebody to come with this revelation. You want to know why I know this? Because in the end time, the world's going to be chaotic. I don't know if you know where we're living right now. It's going to be out of control. There's not going to be any answers. And there's going to be somebody step on the scene and say, I got it all figured out. Yeah. Just take this this mark. You'll be able to buy. You'll be able to sell. You'll be able to eat. Uh, We're going to be able to heal a lot of these sicknesses. I'm going to be able to do all of this and and all of that. that, that's, That's the Antichrist. We're going to fix you. But Jesus is saying in the Spirit today, I want you to reach for me. Above and beyond, we need to be reaching for Jesus. Why? Because He he has a plan for your life. He has a purpose for your life. And not only that, He knows the thoughts and the plans that He has for you. But you must reach for Him. God will never place Himself upon you. He will never make you love Him. He will never make you pray. He will never make you reach for the lost. He will never make you fast. He will never make you read the Bible. He will never make you witness. He will will never make you worship. He will never make you lift your hands. God is not that type of God. He's a gentleman. He he will only knock, but you're only the one that can open for Him. He wants you to reach for Him. Reaching in this day in this hour 
is one of the hardest things to do. There's so much distraction going on. There's so many different voices that are echoing out in this world. But can I tell you, if we'll begin to reach the plan and the purpose that Jesus has for you become clear. The peace. There's people here today that haven't had peace in several months. There's been chaos in your life and fear. But can I tell you, if you'll reach for God, if you'll seek Him with your whole heart, then He will come and He will give you a peace that passes all understanding. But it's not going to happen. He's not going to zap you with it. He's not going to force it upon you. But it's going to be because you reached for Him. That you, you, you opened yourself up to Him. You made yourself available to Him. I don't know about you guys, but right now I can find any and everything to take up my time. Right. Amen? I mean, my God... Uh, I'm doing things now. I can bake. <laughs> Not really, but it sounds good. But Jerry, I can make homemade biscuits now. I made them. Sent them to my mother-in-law. She can't make them. It was kind of a little jab, you know. There's things that we that I've learned to do during this time. I've Made myself busy to keep my mind off everything that's going on. I'm not knitting yet or anything. Don't tell Sister Dodie. I'm not doing any knitting. But I'm staying busy because, because if I can keep everything else off my mind, then the stress and the anxiety and the fears of life. See, people are dealing with this and, and we... We, we know the Lord. We, we've been born again. We have a relationship with God and there's peace that comes to us. But just imagine with some of the things that you have dealt with personally. I want you to think about the individual that doesn't know the Lord, doesn't have any peace, doesn't have any guarantee of a salvation in their life. Can you imagine what they're dealing with right now? And in the hour that we are living right today, the enemy of our soul wants us to be so distracted that we don't have time to reach. Oh, help me preach that. If He can keep us doing this and doing that, we're not reaching. Sundays have become a time of... I'm going to go ahead and preach for a little while. Sundays have become a time of an hour, an hour and a half of, of, of gathering together. And I love that. And I, I promote that. And I want that. But I've got to reach. I've got to get something today that will sustain me from now till when I can gather with you again. Yes, but I need something today. I'm not concerned about tomorrow. I'm not concerned about what I'm doing after this service today. I've got to reach. I've got to get something from God right now. I've got to reach. I have a friend. Brother George Guy, he, I met him. Out of the blue, he prophesied over me. and He almost told me what socks I had on that day. I mean, he, he, 
he told me everything about my life. I, I, I never met him before. He prophesied miracles over me. He prophesied revivals over me. He spoke things over me. And everything that he has said has come to pass in my life. Everything. And he's in need right now. The doctors are giving up on him. I pray today that somebody would reach for him. Somebody would intercede for him. Touch the throne room of God. For him. What, if, what if that was our bishop? Right. What if that was our spiritual voice? Yeah. What if that was our, our guidance? Would we be reaching? Talk about a bishop or a bishop had a, had a terrible thing happen in his body. I'm just wondering if we're reaching or not. Yeah. Interceding or not. God help you. But I remember the story, maybe you've heard it before. Brother Guy told me that you, it may have been told here, I don't know, I may have told it here. But I want you to know this. God is always reaching for us. Always. My very first pastor, Brother Daryl Pollock and Lilburn, I used to go to him because when you, when you first have a personal relationship with God and you've been born again of the water and of the Spirit in the name of Jesus, there's a fire that burns in you. I wish that fire would stay kindled in our spirit. But I would go to him and, and, and others would and we'd say, Brother Pollock, so-and-so's walked away from God. So and my family members on drugs and this and that. And there's no hope and... And, and what are we going to do? And I, I remember him telling me all the time. He would always say, Brother Michael, if they're breathing, there's still hope. Yes, amen. But you've got to reach. Yes, right. You've got to be deliberate. You, it's got to be on purpose. We've got to be apostolic on purpose. We've got to be a Christian on purpose. We've got to be soul winners on purpose. We must reach no matter what's going on in this world. We must continue to reach. And Brother Guy told me this story once. and It was his uncle, Brother Holland. He was a prophet from Louisiana. And this Brother Holland was a strange character. He, he lived by faith. He walked by faith. He did everything by faith. He ate by faith. He... Everything that he did was by faith. And he listened to the voice of God. He was constantly reaching for, for God and the Spirit of God in his life. And Brother Holland was asleep one night and the Lord spoke to him and said, Get up, pack your bags, go get on a bus. Go out west. Man of God. <laughs> Packed his bags, bought his ticket. Jumped on the bus, took off. The Lord spoke to him, woke him up on the bus, said, Get up. Get off the bus right here. Maybe you've heard this story. It's fine, but I will tell you, God's always reaching for you. He says, get off the bus right here. He goes up front. He tells the bus driver, I need off right here. He says, sir, we're out in the middle of the desert. I can't let you off right here. He said, I'll sign whatever. Let me off here. Grabs his bags. He gets off here. Middle of the desert. Nothing going on. The Lord speaks to him. He said, I want you to take 20 steps to your right and I want you to put that suitcase down. I want you to preach hope and love and mercy and grace harder than you've ever preached before and preach Jesus. Preach me. Preach that I love you and I love people. He gets out there and he preaches. See, I'm telling you, sometimes when you reach for God, things just aren't going to make sense. Right. When God asks you to do things, a lot of times, not a lot of times, every time God asks you to do something, it will not make any sense at all. You don't believe me? 
Ask the guy that he spit on. Come here, buddy. You're blind. You want your sight? Yeah. Yeah. How about you? I get kind of mad at Jesus. Now go wash. Doesn't make any sense. See, when you're reaching, it doesn't make sense to your flesh. But when you're reaching, something in the Spirit takes place. The enemy don't understand it. He can't deal with it. He can't deal with you anymore. And Brother Holland began to preach. And he began to preach that God reaching for you. And God loves you. And you don't have to give up. And you don't have to quit. And there's mercy and grace and love that's found in Jesus. And lights pop up. The guy runs out here in his car out in the middle of the desert. It's 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. And he said, sir, the Lord woke me up. Told me that our evangelist was here. Right here. <laughs> Y'all looking at me like crazy. We've been praying for somebody to come preach a revival for us. And the Lord woke me up and told me to drive out here. That you'd be here. Brother Holland goes and he preaches a mighty revival for two weeks. People being healed of cancer's disease. Being filled with the Holy Ghost. Being baptized in the name of Jesus. Miracle signs and wonders in the last service of the night. Will Holland was dismissing the service. The back doors open and a man comes crawling in. Weeping. Will Holland pulls him up and he says, Sir, what is going on? How, how can I help you? He said, I've been looking for your voice for two weeks. I drove out the desert a few weeks ago in my car. I hit it. I crawled under this culvert. I had a pistol in my mouth with my finger on the trigger and I was about to take my life. And I didn't want anybody to find me. But somebody got off of a bus and began to talk about Jesus. You may not believe this, that's fine, but I, for the guy, I know him well. And he said, I've been looking for... Your voice for two weeks. Because I want what you were talking about. Can I tell you that sometimes reaching isn't comfortable. It might be in the middle of the night. It might be, you might be at your in-law's house. You may be at your cousin. You may be at your friend's house. And the Lord will speak to you and say, they need me more than anything. Begin to tell them how much I love them. See, reaching doesn't make sense. Reaching is not comfortable. Reaching is not about you at all. Reaching is about knowing Him. But see, friend, we'll never be able to reach until we first reach out to God with our whole hearts. We've got to get rid of ourselves and our distractions and the things that we want and that we desire. And we've got to begin to reach for Him. Nothing else matters than my relationship with God. Can I ask you this today? If you were to leave this earth today, right now, what would matter? Roberta, don't say this. It's July 5th. We just shot fireworks last night. Family. Matter of fact, we're going to eat leftover barbecue. Don't bring up this stuff right now. I can't help it for a month, the Lord said. You better reach. You better reach because there's people dying lost. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. There are people dying lost. There are people hurting. There are people broken. There are people that are dying and going to a devil's hell. And there's so much distraction and there's so much going on. Not only to the people that don't know God, but the people of God are so distracted. I want to ask you this question. When's the last time that you reached? Lord, right up with you. 
When's the last time the Lord has spoke to you and said, Hey, pray. Get up. I know it's 2.30, but get up and pray for that person right now. We never know what they're going through. Brother Holly laid, laid his hand upon that man's head and began to pray with him. And God filled that man with the Holy Ghost. See, there's a time and there's a place each and every day where God's reaching for people. But see, God can't do it anymore. He's not here to, do, to reach people anymore. He has to use the body. Jesus will never reach another person without me and you. We're the body of Christ. We're His hands, we're His feet. The only time, the only way they're ever going to be reached is by you. By you. By you. But here's what, here's what happens. We get so distracted with us that we can't see others. I know I'm preaching. I'm preaching to myself. The word of the Lord says, you will call upon me. And you will come and pray to me. And I will hear. And listen to this. This is my favorite part of this scripture. I will hear and heed you. He said the prayers aren't just hitting the sea. I hear you. And I'm heeding to you. I'm heeding to you. But listen to what happens. Here, here, here's the... The rest of the story. I'm not Brother Harvey. I'm not Paul Harvey, but here's the rest of the story. Then you will seek me. You will inquire for and require me as a vital necessity. And you're going to find me when you search for me with all, with all your heart. I won't know about you. But I want to seek God right now. It's musicians are come. I know that we're in a different setting and I, I feel the presence of the Lord so strong in this place. But I want us to reach for a little bit. It's, I can tell you right now, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's not convenient. But God wants to heal us today. Because see, the focus has to shift. The Lord showed me this. The focus has to shift off me. Once I reach for myself, then I must copy what Jesus does. I must reach for others. The story in the Bible, you Bible scholars know it better than I do. Jesus and His crew was running around doing miracles. Helping people. They were headed to another town. They had plans. Jesus spoke up and said, hang on. I must go to Samaria. Lord, that don't make sense. That's out of the way. Well, I got to go. I got to go to Samaria. 
There's going to be a, he didn't tell him this, but there was a woman going to be there that was full of shame, failure. She had so many husbands. I don't know how, I don't know if her last name was hyphen, hyphen, hyphen. Well, I don't know how she did it. But she had a lot of ex-husbands. The one she was with then wasn't her husband. She would only go draw water at a certain time because it was a different time than everybody else because she was pretty much the talk of the town. Life full of failures. And maybe you're here today and you feel like you have failed, you've gone too far, or there's no hope. Can I tell you, Jesus is reaching for you. There's people here that love you, that pray for you. There's people here reaching for you. Aren't you thankful God's never given up on you? I don't care if you were involved in something last night that was something you shouldn't have been involved in. Can I tell you, you're here today and God's reaching for you. Matter of fact, if you could see my life projected on this wall, you wouldn't want me to be the one preaching to you. Because I have so many failures, so many faults. Matter of fact, I'm a letdown a lot of times. But when I call on that name, I can feel Him reaching for me. And today He's reaching for you. He's reaching for you. The Lord went to that well. He said, hey, I need you to... He began to tell her. Kind of reminds me how Brother Guy spoke... <laughs> Begin to tell me. He began to tell her all about her life. He said, Won't you give me a drink? Sir, don't you know that you're not even supposed to be talking to me? I'm, I'm, not, even, I'm not even good enough to be talking to you. You're... He said, Listen, if you knew who I was, you'd be asking me for it. Because what I can give you, you're never going to be thirsty again. You're never going to have to deal with what you're dealing with again, if you'll just let me fill you up. But you know what? He was reaching to her. But we must reach for Him. As you stand this morning, I, I want to ask, I want to ask you this. I know it's a little different. But I'm going to obey the Lord. I've been in trouble by Him too many times. God's reaching for you. Maybe you've been here a hundred times. Maybe you've been here one time. I... God's reaching for us. He's reaching for us. I want you to... I, I have a word from the Lord for somebody right now. God's not done with you. He's not giving up on you. Matter of fact, He knows the thoughts and the plans that He has for you. All He's asking you to do is just reach for Him with all your heart. As we begin to worship here, I invite you to, wherever you're at, whatever you want to do, you know, whatever you feel the peace at in your spirit, wherever you're at, I ask us here today, 
to reach. This ain't for me. This is from the Lord. Can we take a little bit of time?